And we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am one of your co-hosts, Blake Rafino. Alongside me is my counterpart, Joe DeLeone. Good evening, sir. How are you? You are muted. Did it again. Uh, we were in such a good rhythm of me not doing that. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, we're officially turning the page a little bit here to week five, so I don't need to think about what happened on Saturday. I'm feeling a little better today, though, Blake. That's, that's, the, that's the best way that I can put it. Yeah, I mean, you, you start feeling better as a person when, you know, time heals all wounds. And look, Notre Dame has an opportunity to get a ranked win this week against Duke. Look, mm-hmm. their season's not over. I don't know why people continue to think that it is. They still got to play USC. There, right. There's a long way to go. I still think that there's a possibility that a two-loss team could get into the playoff. I, I mean, yeah. so look, their season is not over. So don't act like – I mean, look, as an LSU fan, everybody thought that the year was over when they lost to Florida State, and then three weeks later, everybody said they might be the best team in the SEC. Right, so I'm not – I'm not upset because I think that our season's over. I'm just a little bit more Cautious. frustrated by the well, frustrated by the outcome. You know, I was frustrated by the outcome, and I, I think I've I've come to terms. And yesterday, I had come to terms with that. There's still a lot of potential for what could happen the rest of the year. We need Ohio State to win out. Basically, we need Ohio State to finish undefeated and make it into the playoff to help our case here. Uh, and Maybe if we do have that second loss and we're the first two-loss team to make it into the playoff, we need to only lose by less than a touchdown to USC. There are a lot of things that need to happen, but it is certainly, certainly possible. What's that that grimace that you're I don't think Notre Dame as a two-loss team can get in not being in the conference. Meaning, I think that the only two-loss teams that can get in are teams that win their win their conference championship game. I, I and I don't. I'm serious about that. Okay. Well, I feel though. So let me give an example. Let me give an example. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's just say hypothetically, Georgia loses a game that they're not supposed to in the regular season. Mm -hmm. And whoever comes out of the West wins the SEC championship game. And the Pac-12 cannibalizes itself. The Big Ten has a three-way tie with Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State. No telling what's going out in the Big 12, okay? I do think that there are teams in the conferences, like, so, for example, mm-hmm. what if Oklahoma and Texas split the Big 12, one wins in the regular season, one wins in the championship game, both of them win by three points, then what? If Notre Dame is a one, even if they're a one-loss team, Oklahoma and Texas probably deserve to be in there more than they do. Right. I think that there's a lot of hypotheticals that could keep Notre Dame out. But at the the same time as this season feels way more than ever, that that fourth team could have a very questionable resume. And look, Notre Dame with two losses is a team with a questionable resume, no matter how close those losses are. But like, it's really possible that we have a Big 12 meltdown and Texas and Oklahoma don't finish the season as strong as they've looked so far this year. And both of them are out of the equation because their conference has not been good this season. The ACC, Florida State just wins outright. Georgia wins outright. And then that those final two spots maybe goes to Ohio State because they're, they win their conference. Maybe enough of the, the brand recognition of Notre Dame helps them get in. 
I don't know. I'm just trying to think up the some West ways Coast that I can be optimistic. Keep, the West Coast is going to keep a team out, in my opinion. Yeah. One of I those West that. Coast teams is going to probably keep them out. But, I, I mean, I'm about to rip you alive about your top ten because you got four of them in your top ten. Well, that's because we're early on, and all those teams have looked really you good. Have, They're going to beat up on each other. Putting Wazoo at number 10. Oh, come on, man. They looked great this past weekend. I don't Who, care if Cinderella or Jesus Christ himself came down and played quarterback. You had no business. And, and to be real with you, I love you to death. You okay. had no business putting Washington in the, into the top five. Okay, I'm keeping Washington where they are, and I'm not going to move them. I am very confident in Washington, and I actually moved them back because I wanted to move up Ohio State. I know we're going to get to this, not to spoil too much, but if freaking Utah can, can move into the top 10 after what happened this weekend where they played a really sloppy game and snuck out with a defensive performance, then you know what? Washington State deserves to be in the conversation with them, and I went with Washington State between the two of them. Let me just give you a hypothetical. Okay. Or not even a hypothetical, but let me just tell you the truth. And I, this is going to come off differently because I'm going to use LSU in this analogy. The okay. Florida State loss, okay, to me is better than any win Washington has right now. N no. No, because a loss is still no, wait, wait, wait. We're on, hold, hold a loss. Hold on. Is still hold, a on. Loss. Hey, hold on. They let Cal beat that secondary to shit. What? That, Cal Wait, was, what was beating the that I don't get. I don't. Joe, what did you say yesterday? Turn on the what? It was fifty nine to thirty two. The, the what, Joe? It, it was fifty nine to thirty two. Turn on the what? What? Turn on the what? The film, and I guarantee you that there are 7,000 receivers better than what they have at Cal. And at 7 a.m. this morning, when I turned that film on and I saw Cal whipping that ass, and weeks earlier, I saw Auburn go into Berkeley and wax that ass defensively. What? All right, we, we should save this, this yelling match for when we get into the top tens. But oh, okay. I, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, a loss still is they a beat loss. Cal. They have dominated everyone that they've played up until this point. I'm That's a pure eye test placement, okay? I think that they look really freaking good, and I stand by it. And I think that at the end of the season, they're going to be the Pac-12 team that makes the playoff. And I'm not going to place that team outside of the top five. I'm confident in them. We'll see what happens. You're wrong. Let's get to our good friends over at Bet Online. <laughs> All right. That's not what I was expecting. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I wish I could do that for every draft pick that I think's wrong. I probably should start doing that. Anyway. Should. All right. Everybody do us a favor, though, before we get rolling. We talk about our top 10, our overreaction Monday, and we preview Kansas and Texas. So we got a lot to get into here uh, today. Before we do that, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. Share to all those social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, and notification bell wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're watching us on Fubo TV, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's talk about our good friends, though, over at betonline.ag. We got a lot to unpack. We do that next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. 
Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. We're back! If you're going to be a team like Texas, I can't believe I got to say this, you got to steamroll Kansas. I agree with that. You know, I think that's a really good point. I know that we're going to be previewing that game a little bit later on. But if you want to remain in that top discussion, Kansas is a good team. I beat agree. Them by two, beat them by two scores. Prove you belong in the top three again. I agree. Let's do our top ten, Joe. So let me let me start off by saying this. I don't understand how teams can win emphatically or win really good games like Ohio State did this week against Notre Dame and move back. I think that they need to blow up the AP poll. They mm-hmm. have people in there who have no business voting on it. I, <clears throat> I want to be cautious with this, but there are just people. Oh, you're froze. Okay. No, no. There are just people <laughs> that have never played the game that do not deserve an AP vote. I rest my case. It's not like the AP matters anymore with the playoff committee, but I I do digress there. Let's talk about your top 10, though, Joe, here. We, yes. we start with here. We start with you. All right. My top 10 is as follows. No movement at number one and number two, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State stays at number three. I don't get the bit of moving them back after Georgia and Michigan have not played anyone and Florida State has two close wins and we're shuffling them back where it doesn't make any sense to me. I moved up Ohio State because that is a really quality win against Notre Dame to put them at number four. Number five, Washington. You're a hater. I'm keeping them at number five. Number six, Texas. This got a little bit of flack. We're going to get to that in a second. Seven, Penn State. Eight, Oregon. Nine, USC. And then the controversial pick, number 10, Wazoo. Okay. Number one, let me start off with this. Do I think that the Pac-12 is the best conference in the country right now? No. I don't. Who is? Well, I think you can make the argument for the Big Ten. I do think that there's some play with the ACC, meaning Florida State and Miami both have SEC non-conference wins. Uh I just don't know from the teams that I've seen so far that if a Washington State who I still think can get bullied up front by better offense and defensive lines, I Joe, listen, Washington at number five is where I got to start. I hate doing this every week. I hate it because I'm going to do it all season long until they lose. Yes, I probably will until they have a ranked win. I probably will. I am a Michael Penix Jr. homer. 
I hate talking crap about Michael Penix. I really, really do. I kind of wish, like, he, Michael. I'm such a Michael Penix homer that when Madden comes out next year, I'm gonna, gonna probably, I'm probably gonna be with the Saints, and I'm gonna trade for Michael Penix Jr. on the spot. I'll trade a first round pick. I don't care. That's how much of a homer I am for Michael Penix Jr. But however, Joe, you talked about yesterday. We got to turn on the film. So you know what I did. I was like, look, I am going to give Washington every benefit of the doubt because I knew that you were going to have them in your top five. I knew it was coming. So at 7 a.m. this morning, I turned on said film. Offensively, they look great. You're not going to really get anything from me other than I do think that they have a, a real issue at tackle. I mean, when you got Cal beating up your tackles, I do think that that's an issue, Okay. I, but offensively, I think you can make the argument they're the best offense in the country. Okay, they are the best offense in the country. Well, I do. Well, I agree. But I, let me say it like this: I would tolerate a debate with five other teams. I would tolerate that debate. Okay, just because just because you're throwing it around everywhere doesn't mean you're the best offense. Because. You could throw it around 50 times a game and put up as much stats as you want. Doesn't make you the best overall offense. You had four Pac-12 teams. They're going to cannibalize themselves because they're going to all play each other. Here's yeah. the problem that I have with Washington. I watched the film because LSU has, Cal has Auburn coming up in a couple of weeks. So I watched that Auburn film against Cal. Cal is horrible. They are, they are so bad, they made two quarterbacks in Peyton Thorne and Robbie Ashford look somewhat decent, Joe. And we saw what they did this past week versus A&M. When I turn on that Washington film, everybody wants to continue to tell me about their defense. Bullshit. The intercept, if you go box, if you go box score, uh, 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 deep diving on Washington, sounds fantastic. You can do that. Because Cal threw four picks, and you can't take it away. But those picks are not created equally. One, a receiver hits him in his chest. It bounces up. A Washington defender's right there. Then another one, the receiver stops running the route. That goes another pick. Cal's not a good football team. But here's the truth. That secondary got lit up by a below-average wide receiver unit. The crossing routes and everything going on in that game, they got beat up. They started the game off with two scores. One, I think, was the kick return or punt return for a touchdown. Then the, there was a pick six, and they were up 14 to nothing. That defensive secondary, if you go up against Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, uh, name another really good wide receiver. Uh, uh, even if they had to play Bama for whatever reason, Jermaine mm. Burton, they are going to get absolutely lit up. I promise you this. Joe, they're getting lit up by Cal. It's one game. Uh, I, I can't. They scored 59 points and won by over 20 points. This is why I don't mean to cut you off, but like, this is why I don't get because, this. But they but, had a really, it was still Joe, won by a ton. Auburn team, though, holding uh, Cal to three points at home. You. Get upset at me when I do the transitive property. So but why are you suddenly doing it? Cal plays Auburn, does, gets a field goal, 
Then they play Washington at home. Then they play Washington on the road and start kicking some defensive ass. And I'm not supposed to, How is that transited property? You, you have – look, all I'm going to say is I feel like every week with Washington, I feel like you try to come, you, you try to come with a different angle on why they don't belong it's where they're ranked. It's always defensively. It's fine if you don't like them. Like, I get it. You want a more well-rounded team, but they are really well-rounded. They haven't played anyone. I will concede that. They have not played anyone If they have, then you should have Texas ahead of them. They're, I just think that if I showed up with Washington versus Texas, Washington wins that football game. I have seen enough, and I've broken down the All-22. I have evaluated multiple players on this Washington team. I really dove in on that Washington-Michigan State film because that wasn't ass-whooping the game that they had against okay, them. Okay, now go do Cal and tell me why guys are running wide open. Look, you're not going to be perfect every single game to still win by over 25 points and put 59 on the board, and 13 of those points were scored in the fourth quarter when the starters were out of the game. Like, Okay, so I, hold, on one, hold on one second. 2019 LSU, you've admitted, is the best overall team that we've ever seen, right? Yes. After they played Alabama and Burrow, who's going tonight, by the way, and won, they let John Ron's, John Rice Plumley and Ole Miss run for almost 400 yards on them and that defense. It was a bugaboo all the way up until Texas A&M. It almost got them beat a couple times. But you know what it took? A fantastic offensive effort every single week. Now, can they do that? Yes, but it does not stop the fact that they can go up a team against a team like bro, Joe. If Washington and USC play today, Washington Caleb, beats USC. Why? Washington looked like shit against Arizona State last week. So, like, Caleb Williams is gonna, it's not. They're going to, without a shadow of a doubt, Caleb uh-huh. Williams is going to put up four hundred plus. Probably go for four fifty and four scores. That that. You're completely – that Washington defense is not as bad as you think it is. They had one game where they put up Arguably 30 the points that they that gave they up. Arguably played against, you had dudes running wide open. And we're talking about Cal, Joe. If They're, we're evaluating from what we've seen so far, uh, you okay, can convince wait, wait. me that You're, Texas – Go ahead. I was gonna. I, all I'm gonna say is that here's the problem with this. You're looking too deep into a game against Cal. I'm evaluating the, the what they've done the whole season. What their do you roster. want me to do? go against Michigan State when their coach is having consensual phone sex allegedly, and it's, they have all those things going on, Joe? That that game should not be evaluated, and you know that. Boise State. What did you say against Boise State in the first half? Oh, why does Boise State have dudes running wide ass open? Do you want me to break and they still down smoked them? They still smoked them. They Washington should, is a really good mean. football team. But, Joe, if you have a better overall team going against them, you cannot have them at five when they have not answered the bell defensively. They have played subpar teams, and you know it. They they have it. I'm not going to sit here and admit that and, and try to make excuses for their opponents. I just think that sometimes when you play bad teams, you're not going to be perfect all the time. Yes, there's going to be instances in the end of the game where you give up two touchdowns to make the score look better than it was. I just I, – I don't really 
dig into what the score was against Cal. I, th- I Yes, it's not great that they gave up 30-something points, but they're still a really explosive offense, and their defensive line and linebackers get after people. Yes, there are some secondary concerns, but I stand by the fact that if they go up against Texas right now, which is the real team that's in the debate for, for who belongs at five, is it Texas or is it Washington? And between There's those two no teams... There's no way that you can put Texas behind them after the schedule that they've had. I'm going off of the eye test. We're only four weeks into the season. I yeah, am more of an eye test person than I am a resume team. person. If You're not a resume person then. I'm not. I'm really not a resume person. Unless you, you have losses, if we have all these undefeated teams, I'm going off of how they've looked in the games when I've watched them. What stands out and what is going to help them win on a weekly basis? Texas played great against Alabama. That's an awesome win. They moved up so far. I respect them, and I think that they're going to beat Kansas this week, and I think that they're going to win the Big 12. But at the same time, they allowed, what was it, 24 points to Jalen Milrow, a team that they should have blown out if there was that much of a separation between the two of them, as some people have illustrated. Okay, well, then you can't say the same for Florida State then. Then Florida State should have gone into Howard's Rock and blown out Clemson. It happens. No. And then you said the same. Well, it happens with Washington. Clemson's better than Alabama. I think that Clemson is better than Alabama right now, but they're not going to be ranked because they have two losses. I'm not going to argue that point because I do think that that's somewhat interesting. But you have to reward teams for going for going on the road early in Fair. the year because here's the truth. Washington, it's going to take Washington seven weeks into the season before they even really get tested. Seven. And I, okay, this is why I think that this is a point of contention between the two of us because, yes, there is a little bit of a projection in here because, again, I like to go off of the eye test. I like to go off of who is consistently dominant and showing me signs of being college football playoff worthy. I don't like to rank teams purely off their resume because you can get instances because that was that's exactly why Colorado was ranked as high as they were. Colorado was ranked as high as they were, and now they're not even in the top 25 because they beat TCU who was ranked and was in the national championship. That's a whole different beast though. I don't think so. I think it's the the, their resume. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something that you don't want to hear. What? In some, I, I could make the debate, even though it'd be complete horseshit. I do think that you need to reward Colorado more than Washington. No, no, you can't. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. wait. You can't lose. Hold on, hold on. Just hear me out. They have played more Power 5 teams than anybody in the country. You still lost by 40 to Oregon. And? That's an embarrassing loss. Then you shouldn't. Then you know what? You shouldn't have given up 20-plus to Cal when Auburn can go to Berkeley and whip that ass. Auburn. Auburn, my brother, let me just say, Auburn's the worst team in the SEC. It's not Mississippi yeah. State. Yeah, they are the worst. Okay. Well, no, Vanderbilt. And that defense is horrible. They are not good defensively. And Cal could not move the ball on them, Joe. They couldn't. You know that that's true. All right. All right, we spend too much time every week on Washington, so let's, we let's talk about yours. Here's mine. We have the same top four. I have Texas at five, Penn State at six, USC at seven, uh, LSU at eight. Give me the homerism, boo, booze, Washington and Oregon. 
I do. I will agree with you on this. There does have to be projections into this, but go ahead and tell me why LSU has no business being in there. I mean, I look at this and I don't, I don't have any issues with it. I think that for the most part, I think Penn State being where they are at six, it does feel a little high against, you know, beating the crap out of a pretty Joe, you have them, you have team. them at seven. I I do. I do have them. At, <laughs> I do have them at seven, but off the top of my, I have Washington and Texas ahead of them. But I look, I do have to point out that your placement of, of LSU, I, I still, I have no problem with ranking LSU. I am fine. Did I, I no, I did not rank LSU. Okay. I removed them. I just think I, I know that that Arkansas game every single year is so difficult. It's one of those rivals that you play that it's always going to be close because they're going to give you your best. But right now, Arkansas is in a position where Sam Pittman could probably get fired by the end of the year. This Arkansas team does not look great. I think that LSU should have covered. They should have won by more than 17 points. If you're as good as advertised, and the biggest issue here, if they didn't have a loss, it would be a different discussion. But when you already have a multi-score loss to Florida State, you have to look really clean the rest of the season. I don't. And I don't. I don't, I don't hate that. I, I don't okay. disagree with you. I don't disagree with that. Okay. However, I'm not going to put LSU in the top four and then rem- and continue to push them down while they're winning. And not only winning, Joe, Joe I can make the argument that they have played better competition through the first through four weeks than Washington. Washington. Okay. I'm making a rule. No more mentioning the word Washington okay. for both of us. <laughs> okay. Well, let's not talk about Washington then. I honestly could probably make the same argument for Oregon. That's fair. Okay. Look, like, Ella- it, it doesn't matter who you say. Like, oh, well, they lost. They had a horrible fourth quarter against Florida State. They should have covered. Well, you know who else hasn't covered, Joe, in any games? You are 0-8 if you took these two teams – to cover their spread, Georgia and Michigan. They have not covered a spread at all this year. They have looked completely, I don't want to say lethargic, but sleepy at times. But, okay, so the I, and you kind of bring up an interesting tangent here. The Georgia-Michigan thing, and a lot of people question, why are they still 1-2? And, and they're 1-2 and two in both of ours. They're 1-2 and two pretty much across the board for everybody in the country. You just mentioned that they look lethargic. They don't look bad. They just look like they're giving a 60% effort. Joe, that, Georgia had four fumbles in the first half. Four. Yeah, I'm, I mean, they are going through the motions because they know that when it comes time to put their nuts on the table and play the really good teams on their schedule, that they're going to show up and they're going to do fine. I still trust Georgia and Michigan to show up in those games. I do, too. I do, too. Both of those teams have really light, easy schedules. Michigan's only tests are Penn State and Ohio State. The rest of it, they're beating up on a weak Big Ten schedule that they play most of the bad teams in the Big Ten. I thought that they had some challenges. Most of the teams that I thought were going to be those challenges have not shown up this year. I mean, freaking Northwestern just beat Minnesota. The back end of the Big Ten stinks this season. And the same thing goes for Georgia. Their biggest test is Tennessee. So I'm not going to move them around when I know, again, it's all the eye test thing. 
I'm not going to move them around because I know that they've got championship caliber rosters. But to that point, it might hurt them. It might be a hindrance that they're not going to get tested much throughout the year. It's kind of what happened with, with Michigan when they played TCU, Blake, in the college football playoff. They had one real test when they played against Ohio State. They played phenomenally, and then they pooped their pants when they played TCU. I, I think that it could possibly hurt them down the line because they have not been effectively tested as much as they could be. Possible. It's, it's, it's extremely possible. But let me just tell you something. I am on the cutting edge of taking Michigan and Georgia out and inserting what needs to be inserted. I probably will give Georgia the benefit of the doubt until they lose, but I am really close to taking Michigan out. I don't necessarily – see, I can make an argument for every team in our top ten, both of ours, besides Washington and Oregon, okay, that every single one of these teams, to some extent, uh. has been tested more than Georgia, tested more than Michigan. And, I mean, I can make the argument – you talked about LSU. I can make the argument to date – to date, mm-hmm. they have had the toughest schedule in the country. Okay. Not to – I don't know if LSU really plays into the conversation, but, like, what you're talking about here is part of the point because for those that want to move move back Michigan and, and, Ohio, uh, and, and Georgia because they haven't looked as dominant as they could. Well, specifically Michigan because of – you know, like we've seen them do this before. They get to the playoff and they get them cheeks clapped. Yeah, I'm, but they've – I'm like, I'm not worried about the way that they've played. Like, they looked really good against Rutgers, and they, they while, took the foot off the gas Ohio at the end of the game. State looks good against Notre Dame. But my point here is that all those teams at the top, we can pinpoint some issues that they've had that has shown up on film. So, like, Florida State, we talked about their offensive line. I'm a little worried that – Maybe they go up against Miami. Maybe they go up against somebody else down the line. UNC, I don't know if they play UNC off the top of my head, is a really good pass rush that they showed against South Carolina. That offensive line could hurt them. That They have not been a perfectly well-rounded team. Washington, you're pointing out some of their, their deficiencies. Texas has their own deficiencies. I just think that because this year there is no clear-cut guaranteed this is the best team in the country, it is – it is unfair to claim that somebody doesn't belong in the conversation when I think that there's so many teams that do belong in the conversation. I don't think you can be wrong after four weeks. I just don't think you can. Well, I, I'm going to be real with you. I I don't know how you don't – by based off your logic, I don't know how you don't have Missouri in the top ten. They've got based. one ranked win. Uh, by the way, oh, wait, 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 by the um, way, so this, is, this is why I have Washington State in Washington and Wazoo have none. Oh, wait, Wazoo. Well, wait, Wazoo is two, State. but that's yeah, my yeah. whole point. Okay, wait, wait, so by the way, we didn't get to this, and I want to talk about this. That They have two ranked wins. They beat Wisconsin, who is a, is a quality team, and they, they beat Oregon ass. State. They are ass. It's still a power five team. That's a better win than anything that Colorado had, and they were some people were arguing that Colorado I, should have been I the top I think TCU 10. is better than Washington. I mean, then uh, Wisconsin. No, 
both of those wins are really, really good wins. And talk about a team that's been airing it out and looking dominant. I think that Washington State has looked really good. That Oregon State game, game would have been more lopsided had Oregon State not scored a meaningless late touchdown. I don't know, dude. I think Washington State belongs in there before Utah and a lot of these other teams. They've got a good resume, and they look good on the field. I, so here's, here's the thing. I don't understand how people continue to put Utah in the top 10 without Cam Rising. Maybe that's the argument. And once he comes back, they're going to be even better. Which but I don't you know can't if that's do a that. What, do you know that he's coming back? And when does he come back? Right. And how much rust does he have? Right. To get thrust in five games into the season, not playing a single snap or getting and, hit. And so here's the, here's, the, here's the thing. How long has he been out for? Is this coming up on like 10 or 11 months? Like how long has it been? Uh, it was January. So, okay, so nine so months. Nine months. So coming up. Okay. Well, that's not too bad. I mean, that, that's not too bad. I mean, ACLs can take up to a year, man. I mean, um, but if Cam Rising doesn't play, that Utah team goes up against any one of these teams that we both of us have in the top ten. They're going to get their ki- they're going to get their teeth kicked in. I mean, the proof that they could only score fourteen points against UCLA. I mean, their defense is good though. Like that's a top five defense. It ain't better than Washington. Washington will Washington will sneeze and score fourteen points on Utah. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Right. So we'll why I'm at number five. And doesn't Wazoo got um, – who does Wazoo have this week? I don't know if they have anyone. Wait, let me look. Who 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 does – um who plays Utah? Utah? Utah-Oregon State is the Friday game. And then oh. Washington State plays UCLA. So, that's a – you know, that's a good win if they pull that one out. Yeah, true. True. All right, you want to talk about this uh, Kansas and um, Texas game really quickly? Let's right, do well, it. Let's it's just, by the way. It's uh, before you get to that. I just want to say it's crazy that they're not sending game day to this game. The fact that they're going to Duke Notre Dame is kind of stupid. Well, we were just well, there for Notre Dame. I do. Th- I, I here's what I think that they're doing. Okay, because in a couple in two weeks you have Oklahoma and Texas, and I don't think that they want to be to th- in three to three Texas games: Bama, mm-hmm. Texas, Texas, and Kansas. And then Texas, Oklahoma, I don't think that they want to do it in three weeks. They're not Fox. They're not going to continue to, you know, go to Colorado every week. They're not right. going to, good, they're good not going to continue to do that. All right. So about good friends over at Homefield. That's Homefield Apparel. Don't go anywhere. We talk about Kansas and Texas now. Rafino and Joe Show is brought to you by Homefield Apparel, which is the best without a doubt premium collegiate apparel brand that is out there. They have over 150 different colleges that you can choose from, whether you're an Illinois fan or a Rutgers fan. Maybe you're an LSU fan like Blake, or maybe you're an Alabama fan. Whatever it is, even Idaho, they have so many different designs for so many different football programs that I can guarantee you're going to find some great stuff to help root for your favorite team. I've already gotten my Notre Dame stuff. Blake has his LSU stuff. Make sure you head on over to homefieldapparel.com to check out your team's collection of clothing apparel that they have on the website. And when you do so, when you check out, make sure you use promo code Rafino Joe to get 15% off your order. That is R-U-F-F-I-N-O Rafino Joe. Head on over to homefieldapparel.com and get your college gear today. 
All right, so that was the first time that I had heard that commercial. And yeah. I'm like, what is what is Joe saying my name about? You know, like, what did he just say? But that was pretty good. Go to home field. Thank you. And Rafino Joe Code. But you know what? Mm-hmm. We're back. All right. So for the last four years, Joe, after week four, I have historically started doing a segment on AYS called By the Numbers. And I got to admit something. I love watching Kansas. I loved watching them on the Friday against Illinois. They're fun to watch. I loved them watching them against BYU this past week. Look good there. But, Joe, I got to admit something. Did you know that Kansas is 12th in the country in rushing offense? Did you know that they are 21st in the country in total offense? Did Mm. you know that Kansas has a 25 top defensive team? And it's not going to matter because Texas is going to waltz their happy ass in there. And I just think that they have the better athletes. But I think that if there is an upset of brewing, Kansas can be the team that does it. I They don't have to have the better talent. This team is so well coached, and Jalen uh, Daniels could go off at any single moment. Joe, I'm really intrigued to watch this game, even though we could be sitting here on Saturday, and it's a complete blowout. This game, I think, is is really fun to talk about because it could really go two different ways, as you're as you're mentioning. Kansas has looked really fun to start the season. Their performance against Nevada was concerning, but their win over BYU, I think, shows that they can show up and they can finish as the third or fourth best team in the Big Twelve. There is a lot of potential for that, but there might be a talent separation gap, as you've talked about, separating Texas from Kansas. I really do think at the end of the day, Texas wins this football game for what you just said. They've got a lot of really good athletes offensively. Adani Mitchell, Xavier Worthy, Jatavion Sanders, all of those guys are explosive athletes. They're going to be put on full display again with this game in the national spotlight. But as you said, if there is an upset, I actually think that there is a lot of potential for Kansas to pull this damn thing off because I watched him, man. That offense is really freaking fun to watch. Jalen Daniels is a really elusive athlete. He's underrated as a college quarterback. He's got a good arm. He's got a quick deliverer of the football. The ball gets out quick. He makes good decisions. Devin Neal is not recognized enough for as good of a running back he as he is. Like, he is in the top 10 discussion of running backs in college football. And I don't think he gets brought up at all when we try to have those conversations. That run game has to be effectively stopped by Texas. And I feel like with what was allowed by Alabama, despite how crappy Alabama has looked, is a little proof of if Kansas shows up with a slightly better, actually not a slightly better, a much stronger cohesive unit that can actually throw the ball, that can cause some problems for that Texas defense. I will say, though, one of the things that did concern me when I watched them tape, I feel like Kansas does not do a very good job of covering athletic tight ends. That happened against BYU, and Jatavion Sanders is the type of guy that could 
do some damage in this game if they don't cover him effectively. So Kansas is 47th in the country in passing yards allowed. King Slovis did have two interceptions in this game. He went 30 mm-hmm. of 50 for 357 yards. And the only thing that I can continue to think about about Kansas is, man, I know that we we talk stuff about Quinn Ewers. What Quinn Ewers is going to show up? You know, like what Texas offense in the first half of this game is going to show up? Because if you are playing slow and playing sloppy against a team like Kansas and you keep them around, you're going to lose. If mm-hmm. Texas has to go out here early, start throwing haymakers, start laying down the wood, no pause, no lube. They're going to have to take it to them early because if they let them stay around, this Kansas running game is going to get going. Joe, they ran the ball for 221 yards this past week. Devin Neal's another guy. But the high shawl kid had eight catches, I mean, eight rushes, 60 yards. Jalen Daniels, nine ca- or nine carries, excuse me, 54 yards. They run the ball at a very effective clip. And that's what makes them the 12th best offense in, or rushing offense in the country. Mm. Now, this game, Joe, even though I, I continue to hear people, well, Texas should blow out Kansas. Well, I do think that there's going to be, if Kansas has some early success in the running game, Joe, they're going to try to play a little bit of keep away here and try to keep the ball away from that offense. If they're able to establish the line of scrimmage early, it could be a long day for Texas. But when you talk about green grass athletes, Kansas mm. just doesn't have it. They're 47th in the country in the and passes passing yards allowed. I don't know if they have enough to stop. I don't know if they can scheme things up enough. Maybe they can contain Texas to some extent, slowing them down. They will not be able to do it. This is one of those games where if you're Kansas, and they did it against BYU, they forced a ton of turnovers. There was the one play where, where I think it was like a safety or a corner came flying downhill, pops the ball out, and they pick the ball up. I, I don't remember off the top of my head if that was actually ruled a touchdown or not, but like they had multiple picks, forced fumbles. They fly all over the field. They hit. You got to force an early turnover to build some momentum and then start to get that ground game going. I just I do kind of sit in that same boat as what we're talking about here. The upset would be fun for the chaos of the landscape of college football. But realistically, if Texas plays the way that they did against Alabama and they continue to show up for the ranked opponents on their schedule, they're a really good team. They're a really, really freaking good team. They have five stars across the board that are starting to hit their rhythm. They waxed. Baylor waxed Baylor. I know Baylor is just a dead yeah, carcass waiting to poor be Dave, man. Poor yeah, Dave. waiting to get taken to the morgue the way that they're looking right now. But y- you got to come out swinging if you're Texas. Put up some early points, take some early shots, remind us of what you did against Alabama, and continue to add to that resume that's already pretty impressive this year. Well, I don't mean this to say this in a wrong way. And I know you can't do this, but this is why this game's intriguing to me. Not that I buy into this. I don't put any stock into it. But this is why this game is very intriguing. I kept thinking, if Milrow can do what he did against Texas defense, mm-hmm. why can't Jalen Daniels? Right. And, and actually complete passes. And actually somebody that can complete passes, which makes it interesting. 
I just don't know because and I so I ask people this too. If Kansas were to come with the upset, Joe, I'm putting them in my top ten. I'm taking Washington out. You just want to antagonize me. You just you you didn't even need to say Washington. You just want to antagonize me. Take LSU right. out then if you want to rank if you want to rank Kansas. I'm not okay? doing that yet. I'm not doing that yet. And then look, LSU could lose to Ole Miss. I don't know. I do I I do think that you're gonna have to have your a serious conversation with yourself if you don't put Kansas in the top ten. Joe, they they'll be five and zero. They will. I mean, okay. Actually, wait. You know, wait. wait I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. Stop the stop the cap there. They right, did not look the good. They didn't look good against Nevada. They you 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 you're Texas not a top didn't ten look team. Good against Wyoming, they still won by twenty one points when they turned it on. Let me yeah, because why, but, but but here's the thing though. I agree with what you. But didn't Wyoming win Saturday? Somebody, Wyoming's three and one, brother. Wyoming did win. They beat App State. I won some money on that. But yeah, for and they Kansas, blocked they blocked a kick and. David Cohn from Crane and Company says, doesn't it feel good, App State? Because he was on that team when App State blocked that kick against Michigan, yes, and took it to the hizzy. It's a little salty. Wyoming um, might be the best group of five team in the country. Okay, but Nevada sucks. They're 0-3, and they only won – Kansas only won 31-24. to Nevada's losses that they've notched this year are to Texas State, to Idaho – which I love the Vandals. They're a top four FCS team for me. And they've also lost to Kansas and USC. Joe, BYU, a team that they beat last week, legitimately only beat Sam Houston 14 to nothing and then beats Arkansas. Nevada doesn't have a win. To only win against a winless team, this is a really dumb argument. I, I, I love how that we can just argue about anything. Kansas isn't a thing. Well, you you're, been- a, you're a Gen Z and, I, and I'm not. I'm having to go, I'm having to battle for America here. I'm going up against a Gen Zer. I love. I'm not Gen Z. I'm just barely not Gen Z. <laughs> I th- I think I don't know what the cutoff is. It's impressive if they beat Texas, but I'm not putting them in the top ten. They'd be like 13 or something fun like that. But that's fine. It, I'm. I was just. Pushing do- I know it doesn't matter. Because Texas is going to win this game. I think I that we're agree. going to continually be reminded that there are, as you love to, to phrase it, green grass athletes, the guys that just pick up speed in an instant. I think that there's going to be probably like a couple long touchdowns to uh, Xavier Worthy and Adani Mitchell. And we're going to be like, I think Sanders Damn. is going to go off. I think the tight end Texas Sanders could go off. If you can, on underdog fantasy or one of those places, put a wager on over on. Uh, Receiving yards for Jatavion Sanders, go do it right now because that's probably going to hit. Probably will. One last thing about this before we get to overreaction Monday. Yeah. If Lance Leopold is to beat Texas by some way or another, he's he's gone from Kansas. It won't matter what happen. It won't matter what happens the rest of the year. Yeah. Michigan State could come calling. You know what happens at A and M? Who knows? I, I still think A and M could go eight and four, nine and three with Max Johnson. I think they could hold down the fort and, and, until then. I, I just think it's interesting. 
I, I do think it's – but, you know, and another thing, too, Joe, Kansas, for what it's worth, they poured $300 million into football. And they gave him an extension. They gave, him an, gave extension him an extension So he – we keep talking about the Jayhawks. They have an AD out there who wants to win in football, and ba- very badly. They have done – a, not even a part of the $300 million that they dedicated to football, they went up another step and started adding on to their football stadium. So they are pouring in the resources. And I will tell you this, when you have people that pour in resources and you're winning, what honestly is what happening? what's happening here should be happening at Nebraska. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it really kind of should be Kansas – Really and truthfully, that should be happening in Nebraska. And I'm not saying I'm going to try to get out in the forefront of this and say that I think Kansas could be a team that Nebraska is inspiring to be right now, but they kind of are. They kind of are, Joe. I don't see a reason why that they can't be in the new look Big 12. They can win the conference next year. Well, the, the only thing, though, is now you've got Utah coming into the mix and you've got some of these other historically sure, strong they can take teams. Down Texas this Saturday. I promise you they can take down Utah next year. I will go as far as to say this. If Kansas loses this game by a score, Lance Leipold will get called up for any of the big openings that happen. And, like, I would actually pay attention to Texas Tech. Like, the, McGuire has really laid an egg this year. I know that they've gone through some adversity with they're injuries. Not they're not firing McGuire. Dude, he's been, he, he hasn't they're done not, anything. I, I'm just telling you, they're going to give him another year. I, I, would, I would be shocked. They got that oil money. I don't know. I feel like that they might uh, be a little yeah. impatient. I read a really good article on it. I free, one, of their, one of their donors is big, big, big oil money, and they're really trying to turn He also got caught with like 72 prostitutes, too. Wait, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, so don't – I mean um, – right. Well, they did push out the guy before, before McGuire to bring I mean, in they pushed McGuire. out Mike Leach. Yeah, they, they push out anybody as soon as they're dissatisfied. So, I, I don't – I agree with you. Probably not, but it's possible. Let me say this before we get to overreaction Monday. Actually, you know what? I'm going to add that to my overreaction Monday. So, let, let, let's start there. Joe, I have two – so, let's let's change the page on this. I have two overreaction Mondays. You ready? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go for the low-bearing fruit and talk about Colorado. And by the way, if there's something that you need to clip and tag this person in, here it is. Keyshawn, you did not hear from somebody on the Oregon staff that you have other teams game planning for them against Colorado. I'm not going for that low-hanging fruit. Florida State. Mm, Why people are freaking out about, oh, well, they had to go into overtime and win. When you have a team like Clemson, who, quite honestly, you just said earlier, might be better than Alabama, which I don't necessarily disagree with. It's hard for me to see that, like, hey, man, they have the most impressive resume in the country. If you're a resume, if you're a resume person, meaning you do your top tens by resume, there's nobody that has a better resume than Florida State. No one. It just it they 
they've done they've done what they needed to do. They've taken down what arguably could be two top 15 teams. Clemson didn't deserve to be unranked last week. They didn't. Mm. They're a top 15. They were a top 15 team, but they're not a top 15 team now. I just f- find it very difficult for me to not think that Florida State's a good football team. I'll leave it at that. This was my only singular one that I came into the weekend that we're moving Florida State back. We're Yo, putting, in a, putting them at five. Putting them at five is unreal. This is a year more than ever, as we said during our ranking segment, that we have so many different teams that belong in that conversation. And they have, I would argue, the best win of the year out of any team so far. Their win over LSU, the way that they did it by multiple scores, is a really strong victory. For us to question and to also drag down Florida State for having to go into overtime against a team that has a really good defense and that has historically been very good. There is, There are multiple top 100 NFL draft picks on that defense that is very, very well coached. For them to finish that game and win in overtime is more proof of resiliency than it is of weakness. Yes, their offensive line does need some cleaning up. They can't get stuffed running the ball the way that they were against Clemson. But I still saw a team that when their back is against the wall, they are going to sprint full speed swinging and get themselves out of it. I, I'm I'm very in on Florida State, and I don't know if we're just – if I'm being biased or whatever because I've bought in on them, but I like them. I think that they deserve to continue to be at that number number three spot. My other one – is the overreactions to the overreaction? Well, let me explain. Missouri, as an example, mm-hmm. is getting a lot of flack for only lo- only winning by seven against Memphis, who was undefeated, might be the best group of five team in the country. We don't know that yet. UNC. Joe, you have a lot of teams that people are just completely writing off, like Missouri. Joe, Missouri's going to be 5-0 because they're going to win against Vandy this week. They're going to be 5-0 and have LSU coming in next week. Not this week, mm-hmm. but next week. You have a potentially top-10 LSU team coming in because if they beat Ole Miss, I think that somehow, some way, they could push themselves back into there. People saying that these teams are trash like Mizzou and, and, and UNC when they're just undefeated. Come on, bro. Like, people saying, oh, well, Miami should be, you know, in the 20 to 25 range in the rankings. Bro, Miami might be the best team in the ACC. They might be the best team in the ACC. Like, there's no reason why Miami should not be in the top 15, man. There's, There's none. Right. There's a lot of making excuses, I think, for teams that are struggling and then attacking teams that have like one bad week. I mean, you you even just did it with Washington. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Um, but to your point, hey, yes. Mr. Blake, don't talk about Washington. Meanwhile, you bring back Washington. I, you kept bringing up Washington. Uh, so I got one more dig in. Uh, I agree with you though on that. I think that like we need to settle down when teams have bad weeks. That's that's one of the worst overreactions. That happens on a weekly basis. 
Good show, bud. Good show. Uh, Texas A&M to the Florida State fan, MR. They play Texas A&M. They haven't had a road game, it's true. But they have played somebody. And you can't just say that because you're a Florida State fan. Uh, Chris Chris said Joe uses a randomizer map to He's He's pissed at me today. Come on, Chris. Yeah, I know. He does not like you today. No. I mean, par for the course. (laughs) We'll see you guys again Wednesday. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.